This is a Project Humanoid production. Whammo. You're listening to Cheesesteak Suplex. I'm the man of a thousand names, Jackson Wells. And with me, as always, is my tag team partner, the podcast Pooh Bear, Pooba, Pooba, BP Burke. That's me. Beeps, we have a packed show today. We'll talk fig feds, we'll talk 80s and 90s playsets and vehicles. And of course, it came from Philly. But first, our social media. If you have any questions, general comments, or uh, even topic suggestions, email us at cheesesteaksuplex at gmail.com. Our Instagram is cheesesteaksuplex. Facebook, cheesesteaksuplex. Twitter is phillysuplex. And, of course, our merch is, uh, you go to projecthumanoid.com and you can find it there. And we have shirts and all kinds of stuff. And we have merch for our other show. Murder My Dude. Murder My Dude. And, um... Also, uh, if you're listening to Anchor or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, I guess you uh, you would give us a five-star frog splash over there. A five-star review would be very nice. Okay. Or that. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you could do all that rating shit on Apple or Anchor. I know or... you can on Apple. I don't know about Anchor. I, I'm pretty sure you can on Apple and Spotify. Well, I, I, meant, I meant Anchor. I know you can do it on yeah. Apple. Okay. Yeah, Apple's the the big one. Apple is Spotify's trying, but Apple is the the dominant what? force. What in, do they do in sports entertainment? In the yes. revolutionary force in sports entertainment for over fifty years. I always love that. My favorite way. was the WWF. What the world is watching, and it would be like the flying over the really like the river. Mine was mine was literally the Rubber. revolutionary force in sports entertainment. That. And I think later they changed it to the revolutionary force in all of entertainment when they were like, well, we're, we're, we're just entertainment. Forget, forget even the sports part. We're just entertainment. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a little goofy. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was my favorite. That was my favorite one. Um, well, I think we should just get into it. Uh, so the way we've been doing these is, uh, We'll do like a wrestling topic and then we'll do another kind of topic. Usually we do like a wrestling topic or two and then we'll do a break and then we'll come back and we'll do non-wrestling. The first uh, topic we're going to get into today is uh, fig feds. Which was a term I didn't hear until you introduced me to it not that long ago. Really? Like the term itself, fig fed. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with a fig fed, it has nothing to do with fig newtons. Or figs uh, of, of that uh, variety. It's, it's not a type of cow like, well, you can have your beef grass-fed or fig-fed. Correct. It has nothing to do with the Federal Reserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is action figure fed. It is your... Essentially, when, when you were a kid and you had your toys, you could either play with your toys like you're acting out your WWE or at the time when we were kids... WWF or mm-hmm. WCW or NWA, Crockett, whatever. Or Glow. Nobody was doing that. Yeah. Uh, so let's take it back to the 80s. Generally, you're you're doing NWA or WWF, mainly WWF. Right. Really. Maybe you grew up in like 
Minneapolis and it's AWA. Maybe you're an AWA sure. kid. But I think most kids is probably WWF. Yeah, that was probably. So let's one. be safe and say WWF. Mm-hmm. In the 80s, you're probably just acting out your WWF matches. You're playing as WWF characters in the WWF ring, acting out maybe a WWF pay-per-view. Like, oh, it's the Royal Rumble or it's WrestleMania, what have you. In the 90s, however, it started to become, I think, a little bit more commonplace for people to have their own federations. So for us, we had the NWF. Very original name. There's only been 50 of them in the history of wrestling. But who knows them? Yeah, that's true. I mean, does your does your common wrestling fan, your, your not. casual it, wrestling it, fan, it's, do they? It's been a long time since there's been I've one. never heard of the NWF before you. And and by the way, you introduced me to the NWF. Yeah. No, I, I had a pre-existing. It was. Yeah. It was pre-existing. So I met you in 90, 1994. Yeah, so I'm 11 years old at this point. No, you're you're 38. No, no, at this point in 1994. Oh, in 1994, yeah. Um, I was 14. What was I doing talking to an 11-year-old? Wrestling. That That's, the, that's yeah. the answer to that. We know the story. Everybody knows the story. Everybody knows the story. I, I was walking down the street the other day, and uh, I was going to... Uh, I was going to, uh, there, there was a, a local uh, Oktoberfest. Yeah. And I was walking down the street and uh, somebody goes, hey, are you Jackson Wells from Murder, My Dude? And I go, yeah. Yeah, we're famous. We're very famous podcaster. And I go, yeah. Because I was wearing a Murder, My Dude shirt. Right. And they were like, well, you're handsome. So I figured that was you. And there we go. And they go, uh, you met BP Burke. Because he was running down your street on Wayne Avenue. They they remember the street. Yeah. And they were like, he was wearing a we cape. We put all the details out there. Right. And they were like, you were washing your dishes, and your mom said, Jackson Wells, you have to come to the porch real quick, because there's this kid. You got to see this kid. He's wearing a cape and a crown, running down the street, like with his arms extended, like he's an airplane. And, uh, and then she was like, you have to go talk to him. And then you did, and then... You know, 27 years later, here you are doing, you know, podcasts together and shit. That's what that's what they said to me. Yeah, yeah. They And I said, I just want a bratwurst. And so anyway, uh, yeah, that's the story of how we met. And shortly after we met, we started going to wrestling events because we, we were both we were the biggest wrestling nerds that each other knew, I think. Yeah. I don't think you knew anybody that, that knew about as much. No, like, no, no. As much about as wrestling as I did. And I sure as fuck didn't know. <laughs> you still don't. No, I don't. Fuck you. Uh, bad memory. That's what it is. I have a bad memory. But but I will say this. There are things I think that I I think that I surprise you. No, no. You know, you know your stuff. Okay. You're, you're th- probably in the 98th percentile of knowledge when it comes to wrestling fans, and I'm probably in the 99th. And it's just where the, the fuck did we, where would you put Brian last? The hundredth. He's in the that dude. That he, dude he just, is a historian. That dude just knows yeah. shit that I'm like, like Brian Last, Cornette, Meltzer. There's certain people who just like if you were going to have somebody teach a college course on professional wrestling, those are the people. I think I'd be a good substitute teacher. All right. You know. Yeah. I think you'd be a good teacher. I think he's a professor. Mm-hmm. 
I think I'd be a good substitute. I, yeah, teacher. I, I can teach the AP class in high school. Right. No, no, no. You're you're you would be college. College You'd, level. Yeah, you're college level. I think if anything, I would be a middle school substitute teacher. No, I think I'd be a high school sub. You can you can roll out the TV on the cart and play a video. <laughs> Kids, here's WrestleMania four. Shut up. Right. No, I would never play WrestleMania. <laughs> Kids, here's Clash of the Champions two. But you know I would. City but, under siege. Wait, that was police academy. That was, that was definitely police academy. Uh, which we will get into on the second part of the uh, show. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. All right. Yeah. You didn't even know that. I didn't. You didn't even know that. Remind me of that, because I'll forget. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, we're talking about fig feds. But you're like, we are? We're, we're talking about fig. That doesn't seem like that's what we're talking about, but that's what we should be talking about, really. Um, so I met you, and we're like, oh, fuck, we're wrestling nerds. And we start going to wrestling shows and stuff. And I think it was almost immediately we jump into our fig fed. Mm-hmm. So you already have this existing NWF. And I have action figures. Now, I'm 14 years old. At 14, I should have already been done with my toys for four or five years as far as other 14-year-olds go at that point. Right. And just putting this, uh, putting a time frame on this, this is kind of the dark ages of wrestling action figures because I believe by 94, Hasbro is kind of winding down. Okay. If, If they're still around, but they're harder to find. And Jax hasn't happened yet. I think Jax started coming out in like 1996. So I think around this time, the only WWF, or there were no WCW wrestling figures at this time that I know of. And for WWF, the only ones you would really find were, I had a few, they were like rubber. Well, they bendy, had the Bendoms. But they were like Hasbro size. They weren't like, I had older right. Bendoms, like LJN Bendoms that were a lot smaller. Yeah, I had like a Corporal Kirshner, I had Jesse Ventura, I had Ricky Steamboat, and they were just scaled down versions of the big LJN dog toy wrestlers. And these were like Bendems, I don't know who put them out, but I had like Doink, I had Razor Ramon, I think they were the only two I had. Uh, according to McCrary, uh, McCrary, uh it's a reselling thing, uh, toy makers did have 1994 Bendy, like the Bendy... Uh, yeah, I think they were called like Bendems or something. Well, I think WWF had the Bendems. Right. This is the WCW. Oh, I didn't know they even had toy makers. Yeah, they were not in any toy stores I went to. Uh, yeah, Toy Maker San Francisco. Oh wow, that's so. The only WCW. Yeah, it was nineteen ninety four. It's right on right on the packaging too. Yeah, the only WCW action figures I really had were the Galoob ones. Yeah, Ric Flair and yeah, Flair, Sting, Luger, the Steiners, Arn Anderson. Yeah. Uh, and then I had a few of the ones that were like the taller, rubbery, bendy ones. I had like Luger for that one too. It was right. like a different looking Luger. I had like a different Arn. I had a Sid. You used to sleep with your Kevin Sullivan one, right? Always. Okay. That's, I don't even know what that even means. I I don't even know why I said that. I just, I saw, literally saw one of Kevin Sullivan and I just and said And sometimes it. I just wake up in the middle of the night and go, Sullivan, my son, my son. Why do I, we always make them like, uh. What's 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 the uh, Augie Doggy and Augie Daddy, <laughs> and then Hulk Hogan would burst into my room 
And he would go, there's no Hulkamaniacs here. And, and then what he touches, he goes, ah, it's not hot. Yeah. yeah. So then he goes, I've never been here before. And I'd be like, Hulk, you were here last Tuesday. Right. You were here with Horace. Sorry, brother. Yeah. And then you would leave. So we have, we start our fig fed. And now, again, I'm way too old to be playing with toys. 1994, I'm 14 years old. You're 11. You're basically just a little bit over. Yeah. But you're not really playing with the toys. No, I'm more announcing and putting the cards together. I'm pl- I'm playing with the toys. Yeah. I'm playing with the toys. Anytime I try to, you would say it and do it right. It's very critical. Was <laughs> what's that supposed to mean? M, I am very critical. Well, you should probably stop being so critical. Okay. That's, oh yeah, I should. Yeah, you know, it's a big hang up I have. Yeah, that's fine. You, you know, it's I I just don't get it with how you know the world's working today. We can't be so critical of things. Um. I, I think, I think, I, I don't know. I don't know why I was so critical. I don't remember why I was so critical. You say that I was. I think it was because I would lift them off the ground to do things. Like, I would just bring them up to, like, chest level to put a hold on, and then I would put them back down, where I guess you wanted them to be kept on the on the ring at all times. It's very particular. Like, they can't fly. Well, I, <laughs> like, yeah, they can't fly, <laughs> pal. What am I, fucking, I'm Vince? God damn. I was Vince of the NWF. Need to be no the Vince the NWF was a Dick Tracy. It was action Tony figure. Michaels. It was uh, art. It was, was his uh, name. Big Boy Caprice. Big the movie Boy Caprice. Dick Tracy. Yeah. Right. And he didn't wrestle. He was like a, a tie and stuff. And he was the announcer and also the K. We had kayfabe in this thing. Well, was I was going to get into that. You you you, 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 oh, you put the cart before the horse. I did. Uh, I was going to get into all that. Uh, it, it was very. It meant a lot to me. It did. It, it meant a lot to me. I think for you, it was probably a throwaway thing. It was like, ah, that's something we did. Yeah, I, I think I'm not quite as nostalgic as you are just I'm overall. Very, I'm very nostalgic. Like, I look like, oh, that was fun. That was that was a cool thing I did when I was a kid. I enjoyed it. I don't. And then, then it's like, all right, what's on TV? All right, what am I going to do tonight? The same thing I do every night. Try to take over the world. That's not what you try to do. Oh. No. Uh, I... I, I Things are nostalgic for me, and I, I yeah, I'm a very nostalgic person. Like, I watch a lot of retro commercials. I watch a lot of, um, yeah, just a lot of stuff on YouTube. Just trying to, and I I get sad about things. I'm like, oh man, remember Saturday mornings? Remember like we had, you know, you wake up and you eat your cereal, watch your cartoons, and you know maybe like wrestling's on at what like ten o'clock or something, yeah. and you have American Gladiators, and you have like Hang Time or <laughs> Uh, USA High or California Dreams, you know, shit like that. You have all the all the cartoons, all the wrestling, and all American Gladiators. You have all that stuff. There, there was nothing better back in the day than just going through channels and finding wrestling. It's like I found wrestling, right? Because because it wasn't really into you know it wasn't everywhere like it yeah. is today. Yeah, you didn't have like I. It's funny I was talking about this with uh, with someone a, a few days ago. Like, I don't know what I would have done if I would have had the WWE Network when I was, like, nine. My head would have exploded. And the funny thing is, is kids have it today and they, their heads don't explode. Yeah. It's like, yeah that's... Because they're so desensitized to things. They're so, like, it's just... Well, we had... I mean, like, I was trying to explain this to my to my youngest son. 
the other day, I was like, things just meant a lot then because we didn't have much. Right. So when you got it, it was special. Right. It was extremely special. Like toys were special. And I said to him, I, 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 I was like, so you have to remember when action figures came out, action figures, are the, the first action figure is the G.I. Joe. Mm hmm. Now, toys predate G.I. Joe, you know, I mean, obviously for thousands of years. Right. But the first action figure is the G.I. Joe action figure in the 1960s. Um, I mean, that's the first time they used the phrase action figure. Right. And and we'll get into that. We'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more uh, G.I. Joe and, and all that stuff in the second uh, part. But. As far as toys go, um, you have that, and then it's it's like it wasn't until I would think the seventies, the late late seventies, where they started really coming out with really cool action figures, and then you know into the eighties, so like the late seventies, early eighties, like kids didn't have it before, so it was super special to them, right? And then video games come along, and but video games at the time were kind of shitty until what the mid eighties. Uh, yeah, video games like the 70s was like Pong or... Right. Yeah, it, Asteroids. Asteroids Shit or... like that. Pac-Man. All the, yeah. it, was, it was very, very simple. It was usually one screen. Yeah. And you like think of like Burger Time and Frogger. Right. And, and, and some of those games are classics. They're still fun to play. I'll still play Pac-Man once in a while. Yeah, I would never. I could fucking never. They have maybe pa- maybe Pac-Man, there's maybe a, Tetris. There's actually a Pac-Man Battle Royale on the Switch. It's kind of fun. Uh, Tetris came out in later. Tetris was the nineties. Oh, by the way, we did we start talking video games, uh, wrestling video games last episode. Mm-hmm. I want at some point, I want to kind of add on to that. Yeah, I think we even said on the show like you could do an entire podcast. No, series. we said that off. Oh, was that? Yeah, off? we yeah, said it off. We you, you could do an entire podcast series just about wrestling video games, right? Like any one of those games we mentioned, you could do one whole episode. There's on... a lot that I didn't mention. I'm not going to mention now. Yeah. That we'll we'll do in, in an eventual episode. We'll 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 talk about that. But that's what they call in the business a teaser. Um, but but as far as 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 video games in the '80s go, it was it was very it was very simple simplistic and uh, so i think because of that it was like oh that's cool but toys were fucking cooler because nobody had them yeah so so now we have all these toys and we're playing and then and with wrestling i mean when when the big ljn figures came out mm-hmm. it was like oh this is the shit you yeah. know and those are the first toys i remember because that you remember i mean yeah now th- there's yeah. there's we we talked about this where uh you went out and you got the AWA ring. Right. I had the LJN ring too. I had the big LJN ring. I I had it too, but yeah. But I'm I'm talking aside from WWF. I don't think I had I I never had any of the Remco figures at that time. I didn't have them at that time. At that time I yeah. just had like in the mid eight like late eighties, like eighty seven, eighty eight, it was just the LJNs for me. Right. And so I had like thumb wrestlers, but I think they were like WWF thumb wrestlers. Yeah. The ones that had like the hole in the yep. ass where you stick your thumb I in. Had, I had the same thing, yeah. I had a few that were like the smaller LJNs, which were like bendy. They would be like right. um just like scaled down versions of the LGN. I had like I think I mentioned earlier like Corporal Kirshner Steve They were the G-Y-D. ones that came after because they were the ones that were that was supposed to be what the LJNs were. Yeah. The 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 bendy. They were like G.I. Joe size. Or a little bigger than G.I. Joe. They were bigger. They yeah, they But they weren't as big as Hasbro's. Right. 
Yeah, that's what the LJNs were originally supposed to be. They had the wire frame inside, yeah. mm -hmm. so you could pose them. But I guess when they were getting close to deadline, they rushed them to and the, they used, yeah, they to used the shelves, right? and they used the two ups, which were uh, eleven and a half inches. I believe they were eleven and a half inches. Yeah, because yeah, I remember I had the LJN ring. The LJN ring, or, yeah, the LJN ring was huge. Yeah, because yeah, when I when I bought the AWA ring, as I said before, you got yours, your dog chewed it, I got mine, and it was the wrong size. Yeah, it didn't fit. It didn't, yeah. And uh, my dad was like, I, you know, like he didn't get it because my dad yeah. was one of those, he just didn't understand things. Because I believe the Remco wrestlers were just slightly bigger than the Hasbros. Like if the Hasbros are like five inches, right. I think the, right. uh, the Remco were probably like... Six and a half, maybe six, seven. So fast forward now to 94, we meet and you have your collection of, of action, of action figures. Now it's, you have everything from Ninja Turtles to wrestlers to whatever. And, and I have mine and in my collection are a bunch of my Dick Tracy action figures. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Dick Tracy was came out what 90, 91. Yeah, very early nineties, I believe. Ned Beatty. No, Warren not Ned Beatty. Warren Beatty. Wrong Beatty. Madonna. Uh, Madonna. Uh that's about who, it. Who played Big Boy? No. Oh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino played Big Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um he plays Big Boy Caprice. And so in our Fed, that becomes Tony Michaels. Yeah. He's your Vince McMahon. You're your de facto, like he's the Eric announcer Bischoff. on TV, but behind yeah. the scenes he's in charge. Right. Yeah, he's your Eric Bischoff, he's your Vince McMahon. Um, and then we had another guy. I think that there was like Steve or something like that. Like he was like a like a hobo. Sewer so Sam, I believe. And that's what there. we called him. Yeah. But I think his I think the real character's. Oh, name Steve. Steve. Oh yeah, I don't remember the Tracy something movie. Like that. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, but we called him Sewer Sam. And he becomes a manager. He is your Mickey. Right. To our world champion, X. Now, X was Snout Spout from G.I. Joe or from uh, He-Man. Snout Spout was this orange uh colored He-Man action figure that had a, uh, uh, a metal elephant type head. And mm. it had like a, a thing in the back where you could fill it with water and then it would like squirt water through the spout. The only problem is that my my action figure, my He-Man, uh, Snout Spout, was missing a head. Big problem. Not really. No. Because we used him anyway. Yeah, he was still... He was still our yeah. champ. He was X. He was like the centerpiece guy of the whole operation. And the reason why he was X is because on his belt, he had this little <laughs> X. Though guaranteed, if he would have still had the head, he would have been spray and mist. He would have been the mist guy. You think so? You think they would have just changed this whole like that would have changed his gimmick? Yeah, he would have been a heel that sprayed poison mist. Right. He wouldn't have been the the baby face. No, he wouldn't have been Hulk Hogan. Right. Which is what he was. And Hulk uh, Hogan would throw a lot of super kicks, if I remember correctly. <laughs> he was the Young Bucks before there was the Young Bucks. He did throw super kicks. There's just he? like super kicks, and yeah, that was like pretty much ninety percent of his offense was super kicks. And later on we did a storyline where he had a brother, Seth. And Seth was Sabretooth. Mm-hmm. From uh now, I'm just going to say this right now. We did our 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 fig fed 
way too fucking long. Oh, yeah. We did it from 1994 to 1998 when I was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. I was 18 still doing this. Now, which is funny is because the reason why that the, the term fig fed, I'd never heard it called that before until Matt Cardona and Brian Myers called it a fig fed because they still have it. They have right. a major wrestling figure podcast and they do their own fig fed. These guys are in their 30s. Mm-hmm. Now, you you know, you could say, well, they're wrestlers as if that gives them an excuse to do something. You don't need an excuse to do it. If you want to do it, then fucking do it. Exactly. Exactly. Now, now, do I have a fig fed today? No. I was reading about this. There are people that have fig feds mm-hmm. that don't have a podcast about it. Because I guess there are a lot of people that have fig feds. Right. That, that have a, like... A, a, a podcast a, about their fig fed? Right. Like, oh, a, wow. almost like a companion piece. Uh-huh. And there are some people that just do it. That just have their own fig fed. Mm-hmm. I guess they... I don't know how they do it. I don't know if they... they I, I know they hold drafts. And oh, wow. This one guy, he's an adult, mm-hmm. has one with his dad. Oh, okay. And it's like... I wonder if there's one that's been going on since, like, the 80s. Like, it's gone from, like, the LJN era to now. Like, a continuously running fig fed. There has to be, right? You would think, yeah. There has like, to be. Like, you always hear about these fantasy football leagues where the fantasy... Or actually more fantasy baseball, because fantasy baseball is where it started... And there's like fantasy baseball leagues that have been in existence for like 40 years now. Yeah, there's got to be something like that where where this has just been going on. But um, but that's where I first learned about the the term fig fed. And I just thought it was interesting. I was like, wow, because when I hear about them talk and I hear the passion, I'm like, that's that's how I feel it was for us, because when we I would write, I would sit there in school and I would come up with like different characters and different storylines and storylines that may not have even been used because by the time I got to your house, you had already had the pay-per-view written by the way, every show was a pay-per-view. Oh, it was, it was total Vince Russo. Every show. Yeah. Very, very rapid fire heel turns and baby face turns. And yeah, every show is the biggest show ever. Very Vince Russo. It was Tony Schiavone, Vince Russo. Yeah. Um, and then we, we used whatever action figures were coming along. We had Ninja Turtles. We had Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, there was Billy, the, the the Blue Ranger. Yeah, we actually had two different ones. We had the classic one where it could turn into the, the, the Ranger. And then the you, Ninja one. Then we had the Ninja one from the movie, yeah. We had a black Ninja one, didn't we? No, it was a blue one. I thought we had a black one, too. We had the black. I remember having the blue one. I don't remember the black one. I swear we had a black one. Maybe it, It's we very possible. Um, Yeah, and... It, his name was Vinny Vegas. Yeah, we just totally stole Kevin Nash's name. The non-ninja one. But I'll tell you, we did have one called Roadblock. Yeah. That was before the Roadblock. Well, before well, the before we knew it was him. in WCW, yeah. yeah. I think he was the Rochester Roadblock before that. Right. But the Roadblock one was actually a... Dunkum? No. No? It was a Remco. AWA Remco action figure. And it was one of the long riders. It, I think it was Scott Irwin. Okay. I knew it was a Remco figure. Yeah. I mean, we had the Remco uh, Powers of Pain, right? Or no? Yeah. Or the Road Warriors, or both. I, no. think, it was, I think it was supposed to be the Road Warriors. Okay. We had a, we had a lot of different ones. We had real yeah, tall I, guys. We had, like... Yeah, I got a lot of those Remco ones at um, Yard... Or not Yard Sales. Flea, a flea market in... 
Same Delaware, thing. like Newcastle County uh, Farmer's Market would have a flea market. We would go when I lived in Delaware, and I got so much wrestling stuff at that flea market, different wrestling toys and wrestling tapes. It, it, and it was it was like, I, you don't understand, like, I, there's nothing more that I look forward to than coming home from school and going to your house to go into your bedroom, to sit on your floor <laughs> as you sat on your bed. Now, I've thought about this later. I'm like, I wonder how many times he was just like, Ugh, I don't want to do this. But you did it anyway. Um, Because I think it was therapeutic for me. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, one, it kept me from doing a bunch of shit that I shouldn't have been doing that I did on the weekends. Right. Like, it kept I, you from doing it for five days a week or a few days. Because I was, I was smoking. I was smoking weed i was drinking when i was 14 and it kept me from doing that shit during the week where a lot of my friends are doing shit and then they ended up getting into coke and they ended up doing all this other shit and i didn't because i sat there doing that stuff because i'd rather sit there with my fig fed than go out and do this other shit i did the other shit because i i didn't want to look you know like a cornball in front of my friends right but deep down, I was a cornball, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, if that's what made you corny, if that's what made you weak, if that's what made you a nerd or whatever it was. Yeah, because you didn't have that thing where you you didn't have, like, a YouTube or, like, social media where one... I mean, there's a lot of bad that comes from social media. But the good is, if you seek things out, you can find, like... You can find your tribe easier now than it was back then. Yeah. And... And and that's one of the hardest things is like where people feel like they don't fit in. It's it's hard to find your tribe, and it's a little bit easier now. Yeah, and and uh, I like I said, I I just there was a lot of fun. There's a lot of fun, you know, just sitting there and 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 coming up with all the all the different things. And I think the ingenuity too, like or the um, cre- you know, the creativity, like. So with the Vinny Vegas toy, we had the diamond mine, mm-hmm. um, which again was a diamond Dallas yeah, page just, segment. It, 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 we were in so much as we were stealing blatantly from early nineties WCW. Yeah, well, come on, we were fourteen, fifteen years old. I was know. like eleven, twelve. Okay, uh, you were probably the one that was coming up with the fucking names. I don't think I came up with those names. The diamond mine. I don't why why so. would I? I don't know. I think I think you wanted to call. Uh, I think. I think because he had diamonds, like the the he Power did, Ranger had, outfit looked like diamonds. Yeah. Um, and it was a it was a purple crate, like a like a small, basically like a mini milk crate. I think I, I think know one of the, purple, I know purple. one of the things I was always proud of doing was you would have these game boards, like it could be like a, black. a sorry board or like some kind of video, uh, not video game, like board game board, like a Monopoly board. I think it was sorry because sorry's board did this. Where it would fold up in the, on itself, and you could fold it in such a way where it looked like a set. Okay. And like almost like because you would have like walls on two sides, it would come into like a, a point in the middle, and almost look like a TV set. I remember I uh, I think that was something I had I had wound up doing. But yeah, it was like you, you made do with what you had. Like we didn't have a cage, so the cage was a milk crate. You 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 did what you had to do. A rope broke, you used a shoelace. A, a post broke, you used a pen. Like you, we, it, it taught you ingenuity. So we had a, we had a set 
Now, the, look, I'm I'm beyond being embarrassed about this shit. Where I think that maybe you get embarrassed, or maybe you just don't care to. Well, we talked like we said like a few, last week. Like I really don't like talking about myself. I'd rather talk about. I'd rather cover a topic than talk about me. Right. Yeah, but if it's uh, but this involves me too. So, um, it's it's not like. We're like, hey, Brian, tell me about your the summer of 1987 for you. I didn't know you in 87. It yeah. didn't involve me. I probably don't remember a whole lot. I was four. Right. Actually, I think, the 80, no, 88, we went to Disney. Sure. 87, yeah, I was four. I don't remember a whole lot. But but this does involve me, and it, uh, and and that's why I'm, you know, that's why I want to talk about it, because it's, you know, stuff that we did together and stuff that there were fond memories for me. Um, We had... Well, I had my old Nintendo, and I remember we we came up with this whole Nosgoth thing, which, which that was taken from a video game, which I didn't uh, play. Legacy of Kane, yeah. And we had a guy named Kane too, right? Yeah. I don't know what action figure he was. I uh, just some big thing. I don't know what he was from, but it was before Kane. I think. It was before Kane in WWF. Yeah. Yeah. Because Kane came in in like nine, late ninety six, so this would have been before then. I think ninety seven. Was Kane 97? Kane was 97. Yeah, it was definitely before that because 97 we were kind of wrapping up. Yeah. Yeah, we had we had a guy named Kane and he was this real tall action figure. He was like this like military type guy. But um but we had Nas we had this Nazgoth thing where the, the thing took place in Nazgoth. And it was basically a um a Nintendo that I guess I made like a mat for on top of it. Didn't you like tape two Nintendos together or something? It was two Nintendos with pencils as the ring posts and shoelaces as the ropes. And I think that I put like maybe construction paper or something down as like the top, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be like things like that. Uh, everything took place in the B Corp arena. That's where every every yeah. pay-per-view took place. Um, and then we lost the Sewer Sam action figure at some point. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other things we had. Like, X's best friend was a character named Guardian, mm-hmm. who was a another He-Man action figure, but it was the new adventures of He-Man. So after, after the original uh, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe went off the air, I guess they tried to bring it back, and they had the new adventures of He-Man, and it was that He-Man. Right. I think he had, like, a ponytail, and he was, like, a lot. It was like, do you remember when The Rock went to Hollywood, and he got off the gas, and he came back, and he was a like lot more out, lean? Yeah. yeah. Or when Hogan was doing the movies, and he leaned yeah, out Thunder a lot? Yeah, Thunder in Paradise Hogan. Early WCW Hogan. That's what that He-Man was. And uh, so it didn't look anything like He-Man. And we called the Duke Guardian. And that was his that was his best friend. And then they ended up, you know, Guardian does ends up turning on Well no, the, the action figure broke, so we said he died. Cause it just broke in pieces and we couldn't put it back together. Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah, they would break a lot. Hmm. They would they would break a lot. I thought we had him turn on them though. I think we used a different He Man, like an older He Man, and we said that was him. But I was like, is it really him? <laughs> is it really? Yeah. It was like, uh, I don't even know. But, uh, what, 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 it would like, like a was, fake Undertaker, yeah, basically. Yeah, like, right, the Undertaker. Brian Lee. Um, 
Yeah, I'm trying to think of like the different things and in, in, like in the different toy lines that we because we didn't use like GI Joe size. They were too small. Yeah, yeah, they were way too small. But I think way too big. Like we wouldn't use like an LJN figure. Yeah, no, they were they were too big. I think the one I, the the biggest one that we had was probably that one military type. Yeah, guy, and I I that was like way too big. Yeah, he was like your seven footer. My favorite. And the uh, the Remco ones were like big guys usually. Yeah, we used a lot of like X Men action figures as like Mig Carters. Yeah, we did because because the Sabretooth was, uh, was Seth. Yeah, he was more of a top level top right. guy. Uh, you had like uh, Cable was one of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, who's the Native American Warpath? Dude? Warpath. Yeah, he was cool. He like, was yeah, like we didn't really use like a Wolverine. We, we no, a, there we was didn't. a Cyclops. So he was like he was like low level. Um, right. Like, we'd usually use, like, more obscure X-Men. Like, Fitzroy was one of them, I think. Okay. Yeah, like, you, yeah, you said Cable. Fitzroy, is he the one with the green hair? Yeah. Okay. It's like a blue suit and green hair. Right. What did we use him as? I think it was just called Fitzroy. I think they were, like, tag partners. We did have a dude, Gideon, that I kept, I was like, let's call him Gijon. <laughs> Gijon. Gijon. It sounded like, it sounded a little bit more French and better. Well, no, no. Not a little bit more French. Sound of French. Very French. And you were like, it's Gideon. And I'm like, nah, I like Gijon. I remember arguing with you. We're going to change it, pal. I remember arguing with you over the name, calling him Gijon. Like it was fucking, like he was mustard. <laughs> um, I remember him. And I don't remember which action figure he was. But I think, his, I think it was like an X-Men dude that had like a bald head with a ponytail in the back. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Like, uh, what are they called? Harry Krishna's? Type yeah. hair, yeah, that that type hair, yeah, yeah. I don't, I I could look it up and find. I'm not sure which one he was, but, um, yeah, whatever he had that was roughly that size, you could throw it in. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I I had a lot of fun doing that stuff. It's not anything that I would do today, even if I had Buku books, mm -hmm. and I could have. I would, you know, what I would do? I would probably do photography. I would probably do like posing because i see that there's a lot of photography where it'll be like hogan andre somebody will recreate a lot of oh, that's scenes like that yeah huh. yeah and then they'll they'll take a picture or like um any kind of any kind of like iconic scene or something maybe like becky lynch with the busted nose and somebody yeah. put, excuse me somebody put blood on the face or something big disgrace i know um or whatever it is, you know, like th they'll recreate the scene. Um, but I don't think that I would ever do uh, a fig fed again. Right. It was a moment in time. Yeah. But I would collect. I would definitely get back into collecting. Um, and I would do photography. Uh, do, and I would, I would do collect. Uh, so I would get them for, for, Nostalgic purposes, not just to collect, because you know how people collect just to have a whole collection? Yeah. And then some people buy just to be like, oh, I had that, or some people buy just because they like it. Mm -hmm. There's different reasons for, for buying things. Uh, would you, if you had the, because I, I, basically the way I say this is you like your, your purchases to make sense. It's very rare that it's like a frivolous spending. Well, if you have money to burn, it's different. Fine. You have money to burn. What would you buy? What would you get into right now? 
as far as like wrestling. Well, it depend on how much money I had to burn. Like I like the autograph thing. The autograph thing's cool. Like I had, I did buy a few autograph things lately. Like I have a a, a Super Brawl four poster lately. I bought that like two years ago. Mm. That was like autographed by uh, Ric Flair and Vader. And okay. then yeah, I bought things that like were of of the, like because I remember that era WCW. I really like like pre Hogan WCW. Mm. Like when Bischoff was start, starting to like, like do some stuff. Early Slambery shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, uh, I was just at a show a few, about a month ago, and I bought a Bobby Heenan action figure, because Bobby Heenan is, like, my favorite wrestler ever. Yeah. And um, Was it the one in the Weasel in the Suit? We- it's the Weasel Suit Bobby okay. Heenan, yeah. And then, it- it's that, because, like, I did go to a big fan fest back in July, and I spent most of my money on pictures, because, like, okay, yeah, it's cool, like, and pictures of guys who might not be around forever. Like, Jimmy Hart's in good shape, but he's in his 70s, so I got a picture with Jimmy Hart, I got a picture with Larry Zbysko, J.J. Dillon. Well, Earl Hebner was, that was just like... But you got a picture with yeah, him. Yeah, that was like a, hey, everybody, let's get a picture with Earl. Yeah. Like, um... But, but you got a picture with him. Yeah. I mean, that, so that, that yeah, counts. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and it was, the, the, there were cool moments, too. I got, the, I got to talk to Jimmy Hart for a minute, like, before anybody was even in there. Yeah. We got, we got the, I got to talk with Earl Hebner for a, a while. Plus, plus, I know that there, these aren't older people, people that uh, are in any danger uh, as far as, like, age goes, but, you know, local... Uh, uh, wrestler Tony Deppin, yeah, you're gonna uh, and and uh, and Andy Hatter. Well, I mean, a- Andy's different. <laughs> Andy's like my friend, so it's a little different with Andy. Isn't that kind of cool though? That yeah. like you're you're like, oh yeah, this wrestler that a lot of people like really like is my friend. Yeah, you know, like that's really cool. Uh, the thing with that, no, the the one that was really cool is uh, and Andy Hatter, by the way, bought a cheesesteak suplex shirt. Yes, he did. Uh, the thing, the thing with that, uh, Andy just posted a thing on his like Facebook and his Instagram and stuff where, um, one of the people locally that I, was really cool to meet that I've met uh, every now and then is Chio, uh, Chio Frost. Yeah. And Chio basically taught me how to run sound for a wrestling show. Uh, kind of took me under his wing for that. Super cool about it. Like showed me the ropes, showed me everything I needed to know. And, and then his daughter does ringside photography and she's really good at it and she had a picture and my uh like I, i'm in the picture outside like um but it's it's earl hebner uh ian bush who was an outbreak wrestling guy and, and andy at the main event of the last outbreak wrestling show and it was a really cool moment because like it's like oh yeah that's cool it's the hamburg field has this historic building right my friend's wrestling in the main event earl hebner is the referee my other friend's doing announcing and i'm filming the show it was like a really cool moment. Yep. And your best friend was sitting at home. You were invited? No, I wasn't. Oh. When was I invited? I would have. We would have taken you. You had the kids. I probably had the kids. You, I'm pretty sure you did have the kids. Yeah. Fact, no, I, think, I think you had all your kids that day. No, Oh, no, that was August. Yeah, it's 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 really rough for me to, to be able to fucking do anything as far as wrestling goes on weekends because I have my kids, you know? and 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 it's one of those things where... I never, ever feel like I, you know, oh, I missed out on something because I'll take my kids over right. any any yeah. uh, wrestling experience. I, I, there's got to be something though that I'd be like, like, kids, sorry, I can't, you know, hang with you this weekend because this, and I don't know what that would be. Right? Maybe like. 
I don't know, fucking Mart's Hall in Pottsville is hosting like AEW. That would be very cool, yeah. That you know what I mean, like something like mm-hmm. that. That I might be like, hey uh, guys, sorry, you know, or you can come to the show, but they don't like wrestling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My my youngest went to uh, a global. Global uh, Force Wrestling. Global yeah. Force Wrestling. Not global in the 80s. Yeah, your youngest and your oldest. And my oldest son, yeah. yeah. My daughter uh, has not been to a wrestling event. but um, Has not been to a wrestling. Has not been to a wrestling, yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I I found it interesting that, that there are people... Going back to the uh, to the fig fed stuff, I found it interesting that that there are people that are still doing fig feds that that are that they're doing fig feds that that don't have any kind of media attached to it for a fan base. Because to me, it's it's a little odd. It's like, well, why? What are you doing it for then? Hey, for me, it's like you always hear these people that do like the model trains thing. Maybe you don't like model trains. Maybe you like wrestling. But when you're doing a model train, you're usually showing it off to somebody. Like, if you have a collection of something, you're usually showing the collection off to somebody. I guess I just never wrap my head around anybody that does something. For their own just private enjoyment? For, for their own private enjoyment, 100%. Like, masturbation, right. I get. But, like, people that just watch movies... Like, I don't know, maybe it's because I was always raised to or, or, or I've, I've always been of the mindset of like y- you watch something and then you want to talk to somebody about it. Like, like, dude, did you fucking see? I don't know, whatever. But well, these people are putting their shit on like YouTube and stuff. Like, I'm assuming they maybe are talking to people about it. Like, if you're finding out about it, they're talking to somebody about it. Not necessarily. I mean, they could talk that they have one, but they're not talking about it or going into... Okay, uh, yeah, I see what you mean. They're, they're not going into specifics about it, because I was reading on Reddit, because the question was, does anybody have a fig fed? Okay. And there were people that said, yeah, I have it, but I don't have a podcast, or, you know, mm-hmm. I don't really post about it, I don't, you know, talk about it publicly. Yeah, I guess it's like playing a one-player video game, like... How many people play but, Stardew Valley and then talk to people? Unless you're like a streamer but, but that's or different because that's a game that's already set up that you play. Right, and this is just a game where you're using your imagination. But how you... How's it a game, though? It's not a game. It's just an act. It's an activity. It's an activity. So, I it's, understand it when you're... It's, when well, you're, it's probably like... It's what it's what video games are for a lot of people. It's I had fun doing this as a child and I never stopped having fun doing it, so right. I never stopped doing it. Yeah, you know, it's it's weird because it's like I don't I could never pick up action figures today, right? And sit there and have them play. Mm-hmm. Like I could never play with them like I did when I was even in my teens. Even when I was too old to play with them then. Right. I could never do that because, but I'm sure like these people who are doing it like now, like as adults, are like too old. There's no such thing. Like they don't have that concept of too old in their uh, head. You're right. No, you're you're absolutely right. Um, I don't, and I don't sit there and go, oh, they're fucking weirdos. Like I don't look at them like that. I just, for me, it's like I can't wrap my head my head around how there's not a cutoff. Like like. Because our brains change, like we don't look, we don't look at cartoons the same way today, as we looked at them as a kid. We don't look at a lot of things today as we did as a kid. Like, 
you know, like we look back and we're like, oh, that was so amazing then. And then we're like, ah, oh, why the fuck did we like that then? Yeah. Um, Some people's sensibilities stay the same, I guess. And it's really cool if, you know, if you're able to do it. It's just that, I don't know. It's like, what do you, I guess for me, it's not criticizing. It's trying to understand. Like, what do you do if you have a fig fed today and you don't have a podcast or some kind of show about your fig fed? Uh, do you just sit there and do you sit, literally do you sit on your bedroom floor when you're 40 years old? And now I know the way I'm, I'm asking. Sure they would have a table. Maybe they, they have, may, they maybe they have, have a table. bed. Maybe yeah. it's on their bed. Maybe it's maybe they have a whole set, you know. Uh, but what I want to know is because I'm curious because I, I do like this. If, if, if I hear that you have a fig fed and you're 35 or 40 or 45 and you have a fig fed, but it's by yourself. Well, how do you act out your fig fed? Do you just do you call the do you do the commentary as you're, you know, are you playing with toys? Essentially, or is it the scene from fucking Spaceballs? <laughs> well, that was what's the, what's the scene? No, sir. I didn't see you playing with your dolls, sir. It's when, uh, yeah, Dark Helmet has the Lone Star action figure and the Princess Vespa, and he, like, knocks out the, the barf action figure, and he's the princess falls for him. Great fucking scene. It, great movie. Just a great movie in general. Um, Yeah, it's like, I. so what I want to know is if you have a fig fed, or if you had a fig fed, if, you could, if you're listening to this and you had one, let us know. Email us at cheesesteaksuplex at gmail.com. Let us know if you ever had one. What you called your fig fed, who your champion was, if you as much detail as possible. Maybe we'll talk about it on the on an upcoming uh, episode of Cheesesteak Suplex. Yeah, that would be fun. Because I, I like to know this type of stuff. I like I said, our champion was X. That was that was our he was our Hulk Hogan. Um and then you had, you know, you had a bunch of we had like we had a bunch of other guys. I'm trying to remember. Do, who who else do we have? Like, what other guys do we push big, like big time? Because I know for a while it was Vinny Vegas. Yeah, there was always like and either the I, diamond I, cutter. I think of the I think we covered like a lot of the main central people. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember. So so X did the super kick, right? Yeah, I think he did like the Pearl River plunge. Throw, he did the Pearl yeah. River plunge. I know that. I was gonna say or like a tiger. Yeah, but most of the offense for a lot of the guys was uh, super kicks, hurricane ranas, and drop toe holds. Drop toe holds. Those were the three staple moves. And we would argue over drop toe hold versus trip takedown. Trip takedown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we would. We would argue. I was very particular. You were very pro trip takedown. Really? Yeah, because you were like, he's not holding his toe; he's holding his foot. I know what a fucking toe hold is. Well, actually, a toe hold was different back in the day, like in the day of like. I don't know, Jim Londos or something like that. Like a toe hold was more like a, uh, almost like a heel hook, mm -hmm. but you know what you're grabbing literally the, the, the front of your foot. Right. Um, so I guess that that like shit like that really bothered me where I, it wouldn't li literally, you know, I would say, I'd probably just say drop toe hold. Today. Yeah. I, I, at this point I would absolutely say drop toe hold. Um, I might say trip takedown, but most likely it would be drop toe hold just cause that's what everybody says. Uh, you know, I also should have left. Yeah, it's like the correct thing was souple, but everybody says suplex, so this is not cheesesteak souple. But that was the correct term when Gordon Sully was. Now, say. what's funny? It's which, which is funny. Uh, you bringing that up, I was thinking about like when 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 it came up with the name. When I came up with the name, um, I I was thinking about that being the pronunciation souple, cheesesteak souple. 
Yeah, just to be funny with it. Like it just sounds too much like cheesesteak souffle. Right. And I like that's not why I, I didn't go with it. Right. I think I didn't go with it just because it was like eh, it's a little too convoluted, you know, like mm-hmm. And people, people are going to say it just say suplex. Anyway. They're gonna, right. They're going to say suplex. And I, I wasn't going to be like, you know. Well, actually, it's suplex. Yeah. I don't want to be like, it's not guillotine. It's guillotine. And it's actually guillotine or guillotine or whatever the fuck. Um, I didn't want to be that dude, you know. But I, I thought about that. I thought about saying, you're listening to cheesesteak suplex, you know. But, but I didn't. And it's suplex. Well, anyway, I think we should uh, go to a break. And when we come back. We're going to talk some 80s and 90s vehicles and play sets. Yeah. And uh, in lieu of a proper break on this show, we did the live read where I plug the other wrestling show I'm on. Uh, so I have to pretend to poop now. <laughs> oh, no, we can we can still stop for a moment. No, it's okay. I'll uh, just pretend to poop. So yeah, we'll have a pretend poop this Christmas. Uh, yeah, Tornado Tag Podcast is the other wrestling show. If you haven't gotten enough of me talking wrestling here, you can hear it because the rest of the show is going to be non-wrestling. We'll be talking about other types of play sets and toys and vehicles and things like that. But the wrestling the wrestling talk goes on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Uh, you can always go to IWPnetwork.com. That's IWEPnetwork.com. All of the uh, shows, Tornado Tag and the other shows they do over there are going to be there. Uh, I believe the show we just released, which it's very weird because I'm recording this before we do that show. But this is coming out after I do that show. The latest episode was all about Captain Lou Albano. So if you didn't check that out, just uh, wherever you find this podcast, look up Tornado Tag Podcast. You can hear me, uh, Tony from IWP Network, and Andy Hedder talking about Captain Lou. That's the live read. There you go. Do you want to go really poop now? No, I didn't really have to poop. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. It was I was kidding. Oh, all right. I was trying to get you to say the pretend poop line, and you did, so yeah, you succeeded. It uh, years ago, I'll just let you tell the story. Go ahead. Wait, what? Pretend SOCOM. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it was... Um, we used to play a game around 2003, right? 2002, yeah. 2003? 2002. Yeah, SOCOM US Navy SEALs for the PlayStation 2. And you had to... I'll never... For- Hold on. I'll never forget this. We were going to Hollywood Video, mm-hmm. and you were like, oh, I really want to get this game. And I was like, what is it? And you were like... It's called SOCOM U.S. Navy SEALs. I had just bought the network adapters. So if you're a newer to video games and you're just used to online out of the box, the PlayStation 2 was not like that. Really, I think the only system in that generation, that, that Dreamcast and maybe the Xbox. Yeah, I remember the Dreamcast yeah. had that, that hookup. Yeah. yeah, but the PlayStation 2 did not have out of the box. The original PlayStation 2 did not have a Ethernet port or even right. a... 56k dial-up port so what you had to buy was a it was called the network adapter Mm -hmm. and you bought the network adapter and there was a little like uh expansion bay in the back of your playstation 2 you had to take it out and put in the network adapter and then you could play games online and I, i i think the big thing like you got for free was twisted metal black online they were really trying to push final fantasy which one was the online one 11 no Yes, Final Fantasy twelve. Now I'm not sure. What was Fantasy Star Online? That was for DC. That was for the Dreamcast. Yeah. Uh, but I think it was. I, I want to say it was eleven. I think. I think Final Fantasy eleven was the online Final Fantasy at that point. And then Madden, you could play online things like that. But the game that kind of really took off was SOCOM. Yeah. It was a uh, 
usually a third or first person squad based shooter game. And that Christmas when it came out, the servers lag. Oh, I was like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? It was third, but I forgot you could do the first person. Yeah. Uh, you could do first person view. view if you but wanted. nobody really did that. But so we, we started playing that around like September, I think, like or, or like the summer. And by Christmas time, like a lot of people got the game for Christmas and it slowed down the servers and the servers go down. And there was a SOCOM message board and somebody was like, well, I guess we're going to have to have a pretend SOCOM this Christmas. And it stuck with us. Uh, there's just little things. It was like one of people's like, I'm in the temple over here, like just calling out their position because you would do that with your squad because it also was a game they took in voice chat. You would have to hit a button on your controller and you could voice chat with your squad. Like... There were little things. Now this is almost twenty years ago. But there are little things that that stuck with us. Like, uh, people would have there was a the iDub. There was yeah. a gun called the iDub. It was like the IW eighty something. And yeah. right, the IW and and people would call it the iDub. And then if you use that, people would call you an iDub scrub. Yeah, because they thought they it was what they would call today OP. Okay. It was called OP. It was like an overpowered weapon. It was better than the other weapons. And it was like, if if you didn't use this particular gun, yeah. you were a noob or you were a scrub or you yeah, were whatever. They would call the grenade launchers either the noobie cannon or the noob tube. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the noob tube I heard a lot. Yeah. Uh, and so with the iDub, people like, if, if you got killed using it, somebody would go, ba-da-ba-ba-ba, iDubbing it. Yeah, there was all this little lingo and stuff that was native just to that specific game. And my name on there was Freak Show. That's the name that I used. And the name that you used, you used a bunch of different names. Yeah. One of the, one of the ones was Hamhawk. Yeah. I don't know why we came up with Hamhawk, but it we did. It was funny. It was just funny. We were yeah. being silly. And we had uh, we had a group called Sub Stapping uh, Stap, Stapping. Wow. Stacking Up Bodies. And um, I remember there was this one guy... That I did something, and he goes, he goes, uh, you hurt my field beds, freak show. Yeah, you hurt my field beds. You hurt my field beds. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what the fuck that meant, but it <laughs> stuck with me all these years later. Mm -hmm. And I'll say that to some, like to people sometimes. I go, you hurt, you hurt my field beds. Because I don't know what the fuck it meant. What the hell are field beds? Yeah, it's like saying feelings, but you're saying it in a funny way. Yeah, my field beds. You hurt my field beds. Yeah. But anyway... Uh, that's not what we're here to talk. We're not talking about video games. We already did that last week, but we're going to do it again eventually. Uh, but it's, it'll be more wrestling video games. Who knows? Maybe as some, maybe we'll do the first half will be wrestling video games. The second half will be other video games. And the half, half, well, I'm probably going to do the heavy lifting because I, I'm much course. more of a gamer than you are. Much more of a gamer than you, I You got into a handful of games, mostly shooter, besides the wrestling games. You got into like, yeah, SOCOM, Black Ops, Destiny. That's really it, right? Rocket League. Rocket League, yeah. Yeah, those are the big ones. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. we're talking about playsets, not video games. But playsets. So, um, little. Th there are some other uh, sets. So I want to talk mainly about 80s and 90s. Um, we, we were just talking about our fig fed. And with, you know, we created some some of ours. I remember years, uh, so, some of our sets. Like we, if we had a different kind of ring, we created it. Mm -hmm. I remember us being somewhere. I don't know if we were in a Toys R Us or if we were in a Walmart or wherever we were. And I remember, I, I don't know why this stick stands out to me, but I remember you going, 
Why didn't they have this when we were playing with this shit? Oh, yeah. Like, you've had, now they have, like, the Titan Tron and the Elimination Chamber yeah. and all these, like, add-ons. Right. We were using goddamn milk crates for our cage. I, I don't know. I think there was a Hasbro cage and mine broke. I just never got another one. And I think I had the LJN cage, too. Like, they did have cages back then. Right. But the ring, the main ring we used was the old plastic Hasbro ring with the little, uh, co- like, announce table. It was right there where you could put the, the title belt on. And you had the American flag. You could stick in the, the hole on yeah. the... On the um, but now the they turnbuckle. now they have like intricate fucking yeah like rings with like the turnbuckles and the hooks yeah like they have like the metal like literal hooks yeah like, that's that's designed not the plastic uh not the way it was set up they have these like really like they just go like the the detail is incredible the the mm-hmm. way that they have these today um. But one of my favorites that I that I never had and didn't have then, and I don't even know if I would buy it today. Maybe I would if I just had, you know, just money to spend. Is the NXT War Games ring? Oh wow, yeah, yeah, that that sounds very cool. Like yeah, a War it's, Games setup. It, it's the two rings, and then they have this like partition that connects the two rings in the middle, and then they have the two, you know, the, the oh, that's very cool. The uh, the cage, that, you know, that goes around the whole structure. Mm-hmm. But they have like pieces of the cage like bust out which i'm not the biggest fan of no it ends of war games right right yeah. right um they always said if you leave the cage you lose but i think that the, their cage might be open on the top which... well the, the, the nxt war games is open on the top oh is it so people can do dives yeah uh... nxt war games never had a roof yeah i don't know that i like but that. they said they always said if you left the ring like if you left the cage you automatically lost oh, okay um but but I, I I do like that. But anyway, what I want to talk now about is 80s and 90s. Uh, first, we'll get into play sets. Mm-hmm. Or do you want to do vehicles? You know, let's do let's let's do vehicles. First. OK, because you were you're more of a vehicle person than you are a play set. Person. Yeah, the only play sets I had really. So I guess we are starting with play sets. All right, fine. We'll do play. Sets I had first. play sets for. Like really little kid toys. Like I had, I had play sets for like little people. Remember little people? Of they course. Were like, uh, yeah. The like little the plastic, plastic head, Yeah. Yeah, and I, I had the one I think every kid had, where it was like the storefront where you could drive the car up the ramp, and there was like all these stores you could open. I had, okay. yeah. I had one where it was like a parking garage. I had stuff like because I never really had like Matchbox cars or Hot Wheels a lot, so I didn't really have really? Like, the tracks or anything. Yeah, I had a lot of those. I had a lot of those. I had the, not just not just those, but the racing, like the RC, like yeah. things that would be on a track. I had micro machines. Yeah, yeah I never had micro machines or anything like that. Um, What was the, there was like a Polly Pocket for boys. Mighty Max. I did have a Mighty Max Mighty thing. Mighty Max stuff, yeah. I, I had, did have a Mighty Max thing later. I had, I had a lot of toys. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of toys growing up. Because I feel the cartoons and toys babysat me. You, you know right. what I mean? It was like, because my mom was working a lot. So I guess for them to show affection was like, hey, let's just buy him all the toys. Right. Because I think what happened for me was, and why it was mainly the playset things were when I was younger, like a lot younger, is because playsets tended to be a lot more expensive. Mm. And if I was getting something that was expensive when I was like six on, it was probably going to be a video game. Like, if I was going to get something that cost $40, $50, right. it was probably going to be a video game. Yeah, because if you're six, I'm nine, so it's 1989. That makes sense. Yeah, that, yeah. by 1989, I am 
spending just as much time playing video games as I am playing with as you are today, hand, like towards you play with hands as with you are hands. today. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll come up and you'll still just be sitting there for hours just playing video games, and I'm like, I don't play them as much lately. Well, because you've been busy with going out, and I'll, I'll, I'll say this, which is weird, as your social life has been revolving around wrestling a lot, and yeah. and it's a lot more. Um, uh, I, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, active, active than yeah. than mine. Uh, where I used to have the the social life, I was the one that was always out and about, right. and now I'm home a lot. I don't go anywhere ever, <laughs> you know. Uh, and you're for, for the past three years, I've been single. I don't drive, you know. So I'm I'm home, and um. And you're you're out a lot doing the wrestling thing, you know. You're going to Jersey, you're going to Philly. You you, you were just on vacation, yeah. Uh, throughout you know through the summer in, in Philly, you talked about that last week. Um, so, but you've been you've been a lot more active, and so be, being out more, you know, it's less time for you to sit in and play video games. But you still play video games, yeah. You know, um, lately, like somehow playing video games and drinking have gotten intertwined for me. And I usually play video games for the most part when I'm drinking. But that's been going on for years. Yeah. You know. But no, I, 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 now it's like, I, it's more rare that I don't play video game or that I do play video games when I'm not drinking, which is cut down my video game time because I only drink like once or twice a week. Right. You, you, yeah, because you don't really sit there and watch movies when you're drinking no. or anything like that. No, it's usually video games. Yeah. Um, I don't know what this has to do with play sets, but yeah. Well, it, but yeah, but like it, I said, was, like I think the reason I didn't have as many big yeah, play sets that's why, when I you're, was you're younger games. is because I was playing video game. In fact, that really cut down a lot of the toys I would get. Like, yeah, by the time I'm like 11, 12, by the time we're in the 90s, well, two things happened. Well, my dad died, right, which meant we didn't have as much money, and then I was more in the video games than I was with. If I was getting toys, it's like, oh, can I get this wrestler that's like five bucks? Yeah. Like we're at the mall. Oh, here's a, a wrestler I don't have. Here's like the Dusty Roads. Can I get Dusty Roads? Or can I get Demolition? Can I get like a. It wouldn't be, can I get a playset? Because no, the playset is going to be a lot more money. Yeah. And and I I was always, I was way more into toys than I was video games. So when I met you, when we were doing our, our Fig Fed, it was you inherited through me my collection right. of toys. Uh, and then, you know, plus I would still buy stuff. Right. But yeah, I, I didn't, I think other than like, I got like a, that Mighty Max thing when it like maybe first came out and that was probably like eight or nine. Right. That was probably the last like playset type thing I ever had. Uh, for me, I, I mean, I, I had a bunch, but my earliest memory of like, of a playset th th that I can remember is owning Castle Grayskull, which is like so many people's favorite. Mm -hmm. uh, not my favorite, by the way, but but that's one of the earliest. I had that Snake Mountain. I never had the Eternia playset, which was like just fucking gigantic. Um, my favorite uh, was the Boulder Hill playset from Mask. Okay, I, I see that was a little before my time. I didn't really have Mask toys. Yeah, Mask. So if you're not familiar with Mask, it was Mobile Armored Strike Command with a K. Um, and it's is essentially like these guys would be like Matt Tracker, and I think he has I think he had a brother, 
um, and they would have a mask and the mask would have like a name and it would give you like these abilities like like the one guy could pass through solid objects while he has the mask on or, you know, this mask would make this person do this or that, you know. Right. And then there were vehicles that would uh, or, or different different things like there would be maybe like a car that would fly or uh, a tractor trailer where it would open up and it would they all had weapons in them. Yeah. You know, Yeah, because I was looking up mask ended in 1986. So when mask is on, I am two, three years old. three. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm and I'm playing with like baby toys, basically. Right. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like he, a lot of He-Man stuff was coming out when I was a baby, or a toddler. But it was still super popular. Right. Yeah, it was still popular down the line. Yeah, you know, and then Mask ends when I'm six years old, but I have it. You know, I have mm-hmm. a bunch of this stuff because I remember. Yeah, because six years old for me is when Ninja Turtles is getting big, and then I had so much Ninja Turtle shit. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah we'll get yeah, we'll, we'll get to that we'll point, get yeah. into that but well speaking of ninja turtles well and we're talking about play sets first uh i had the sewer the ninja turtle sewer mm-hmm. but i wasn't the biggest turtles fan i was so into turtles like i liked it but i think that turtles kind of killed cartoons and yeah, it, it was the it was the end of an era for sure because it was like it was the last of those big popular action cartoons. Yeah, and then it was kind of like after that, it was like now what? Yeah, then you got like live action shit like Power Rangers. Well, you had like after after Turtles, you had like X Men. Oh yeah, yeah, and like stuff like that. Batman the animated Batman series. the animated uh, Super, Superman had one, but it was like I just felt like after that it kind of just died down. I think it Turtles did. really was like, yeah, the end of it was it, like it was when it burned out. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, you had those things, but they weren't really as mass marketed as far as kids' things. And then yeah, I think the next thing that really like blew up like that was Power Rangers. Um and that was like a few years later. Speaking of uh Batman, I never really had the Batman play sets. But I did, as far as Batman the Animated Series, I really didn't have a lot from Batman the Animated Series. I had maybe like a, a figure or two, but I had a lot from the uh, Batman Returns line. Now, I had some from the original Batman. And a lot of the Batman Returns is just repurposed stuff from that line. Yeah. Um, and and things that came out for that that weren't even involved, like they had a Robin figure. Mm-hmm. There was no Robin. I had a lot of those figures too. I didn't have any playsets. I think the closest thing to a playset was like the little the Batman had like the rocket, like hoverboard hovercraft. Okay, but yeah, I think it was mainly just like I had a bunch of different Batman ones. I had a Robin. I had the Penguin. I had a Joker. I think the, I had Catwoman. The the Penguin was a repurposed Super Friends. Uh, yeah, uh, I think I had the Super Friends one actually, the one that was multicolored. I think I didn't have the yeah. one that was all black. Yeah, and you white. had. Yeah, I had both. I, mm-hmm. But but I think we ended up using that penguin for our fig fed. Yeah, I think it was too. a heel manager. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they repainted that one. It was like light blue and purple and white and red or whatever. Uh, they or no yellow. It was light blue, like a purple, like a light purple, yellow and white. Right. I think so. Yeah. And then they ended up repainting it to black, white, red. Um. They Tim Burtonize it. Right. But they didn't have a one with Danny DeVito's likeness. Not until way later. Yeah, yeah. That was that would have been a lot farther down the line. Uh but they had that and then they had a Robin that they used, 
which some people say was was Marlon Wayans, uh, but a lot of people think it was a Tim Drake uh, version. Like it was um, modeled after Tim Drake from the comics. Okay, the, yeah. the Robin that they used for Batman mm-hmm. Returns, even though there was no because apparently. There was there there was supposed to be a Robin, but then they scrapped it. But then they had him come out in the toy line anyway. Yeah, I think so. Um, but as far as that goes, they had the Wayne Manor playset, uh, and that I had. Mm-hmm. I, I had that. I had um, the Turtles playset. I had Boulder Hill. I had Snake Mountain. I had the the uh, Castle Grayskull. Trying to remember Thundercats. I'm trying to remember if I had the Thundera uh, big fucking playset. I think I had the Hall of Justice from Super Friends, which was actually modeled after a building across the street from Kenner, I believe. Hmm. Yeah, it was like if you look at that building and then you look at the Hall of Justice, you're like, oh shit, it's that building. I think it's in like Cincinnati or something. It was like their like courthouse or their city right. hall or some shit. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like the big play sets I had because I was really, really, really into play sets. And, and the cool thing was is that years later. So if you watch Mask, people had built add ons for um, for like Boulder Hill. Oh, that's so, very cool. So Boulder Hill was a gas station that like. The uh, the gas station part flipped down to be this like uh, steel fortress type. Okay, I think I've seen something similar to that. I think I may have seen this before. Yeah, and then like like the garage part, like this this rounded type steel thing. I guess you just you pull it over. Uh, that would cover that, and then like the boulder up top can come down, and a turret comes up, and then the sign which would have like say gas station or whatever on it that flips down and there's guns in that uh the the gas stations flipped down and there were <laughs> there were guns yeah the, the 80s and early 90s was a, a a great time for toys that could turn into other things like you had transformers obviously yeah you had that voltron voltron i i had the robot that could turn into a gun it was just called rogun which i don't know if that came before or after Megatron, because Megatron, there was a Megatron turned into. I think either he turned into a gun or he one of the versions of right, it. Right, it's probably like a knockoff Megatron turned into a gun. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the that that robot. But then there was like GoBots. Yeah, it was it was like yeah. It's whenever something's really really successful like that, it's going to spawn a million imitators. Like yeah, Transformers like GoBots and, and and that type of thing. And then you had the Ninja Turtles, so you had like Samurai Pizza Cats. And things like that. Later. Okay. Yeah. And then Street Sharks. Pa- yeah. Power Rangers. Then you had um, VR Troopers, which I think was the same company. Well, what's funny about the Power Rangers is that yeah. kind of not that kind of ripped off Voltron. Voltron. Yeah. 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 And then, but you had like what, does, what was it? Zor- no. Megazord. Megazord. Yeah. yeah. And then that. Then you had like VR Troopers. You had. Uh, I think there was one on like Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad or something. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that. Basically, that was like. When you have Saved by the Bell, but then you <laughs> you have California, California Dreams, Dreams. Yeah, then you and have... Hang Time. Uh, yeah, so USA High. Yeah, City Guys. Yeah, so you always had... Uh, by the way, it was all Peter Engel. Oh, wow, okay. I think he's still alive, too. Hmm. Yeah. It was all the same guy. That, that guy created all those shows. But yeah, like, 
yeah, as far as playsets, again, not really a thing that I had. I did have a lot of vehicles for the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I had, like, the van. I had the blimp. You had the van and blimp. When I met you, you I had, had the cycle. Okay. Yeah. I had the, um, it wasn't a vehicle, but I think I had, like, a boat for, like, the, the Rat King or something or the Gator guy. Mm-hmm. I had that spider thing that would come down and grab people in a claw. You never had the techno drum. I did. I always wanted the techno drum, but I never had it. Yeah. Yeah. In the in the eighties, GI Joe was really big as far as playsets go. I never had the flag, USS Flag, mm-hmm. which is the one that was like over seven feet tall. Right. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. It was like a big aircraft carrier. Oh wow. And it was over seven feet tall, and I didn't know anybody that had that fucking thing. Um. But apparently that was really big. Yeah, seven feet tall. I mean, popular. popular. I know. Yeah. Um, and you can't teach that. Right. Um, and this right here is the USS flag. It's seven feet. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of which, like, as far as G.I. Joe goes, I wasn't. Now, this is weird. I'm a big G.I. Joe fan now. I wasn't then. Mm-hmm. I was really big into, like, Batman and you know Super Friends all that stuff I had like I said I think I had the Hall of Justice but I I definitely had the Batmobile from the Super Friends line so it was like this blue card that had this like you pull back this lever that would be I guess where you're um, it would be in between the seats and you pull back this lever well what one you could push this yellow button and the lights would go up and then there was this other thing where like this battering ram would come out of the front of the car. And then by the back seat, uh, the back of the seat, there's this button you press and it shoots this thing out. that would like almost like a claw or something. They would like grab the bad guy. And that was really cool. I had that Batmobile. Um, I'm trying to think of whatever, what other stuff that I had, but uh, I think I had like the bat 89 Batman had the Batmobile. I had a lot of that stuff. And then going into the, uh, I had a lot of vehicles. I had a shit ton of fucking vehicles. I did have a lot of GI Joe stuff, but I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't the biggest fan until later. And then going into the nineties, there was a lot of, uh, they, they came out the police Academy toy line. Oh yeah. We're, we, this is uh paying off the tees we had earlier, the police Academy. Yeah. And I had a lot, like I had fucking all of this stuff for that. My favorite was Tackleberry. Yeah. I, I didn't even know they had police Academy toys. Like yeah. That. Cause they, they came out with the cartoon huh. and uh, they had toys. They had play sets. They had uh, all that. I remember having all that stuff. Yeah. You later find out like a lot of these Saturday, Saturday morning cartoons are just basically infomercials to sell you the toys. Of course. And they were, you know, if you watch that, like, Toys that made us, yeah. The uh, Ninja Turtles one particularly was like just showing how how much of it was just like, okay, this this cartoon serves just to sell toys. Well, yeah, some of them like, and you were only allowed to use like so many seconds of animation in the commercial. Like you could only use like seven seconds of animation, right? And like in a toy commercial, and then you had, the rest had to be like you showing them, uh, but. But I was really, really big into all that stuff. Yeah, like you. But you had more of the vehicles than, um, yeah. And then I think by the time like ninety one, ninety two comes around, like most of the toys I'm buying, if, it, if not, not not videos, most like non video game things I'm buying are going to be wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I was probably the same way. 
and anything that I was buying after I met you, maybe even before I met you, I was probably using just to wrestle anyway. Yeah. Because I wasn't, I wasn't buying my toys. Like if I bought, like, I remember having a Mr. Sinister action figure I bought around 94. Uh, I wasn't buying him to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to have him fight my Marvel guys. I was probably like, oh, this dude looks like he could be some Muda type or something. Yeah, I'm going like to have him fight my Marvel guys inside the squared circle. Yeah. They, they all turned into wrestlers. Yeah. Like, I don't think that I could ever have my guys fight. Like just a straight up fight, like superhero battle, yeah. right? Th- yeah, there there was no such thing as a superhero battle anymore. They were, they were all fighting, yeah, a- as wrestlers. Yeah. Hey, Bruce Wayne, grab a hold. And I think that that was, I think that was part of my my, my problem with with it because going back to the eighties, you would see like you would see these toys uh, on these commercials, and they did a great job. By the way, that's that is a job that i it's like a dream job of mine toy maker no to do oh. a toy commercial oh okay um because you would you would see these these intricate like these backgrounds or these like all right there's a gi joe commercial and it's like two kids playing and he's like oh that it's the hiss tank or whatever you know and all oh, the joes are gonna get and then they the kid comes in with his helicopter and then there's like a a tank and you know they're they're doing all this thing, but then they they have the the tank driving on like sand, and then there's like trees in the background. Those and now you know this is all yes yeah, filmed a set. on yeah. a set. It's not you know really it's somebody's. being designed to make it look as fun as humanly possible. And or, or they'll be like, and it even floats on water. You know, and they'll have this like this boat thing, right. and it's like. But when you when you buy it, because you see the commercial, you're like, oh, I need that. Oh, my God, that looks so cool. And then you bring it home and then you're like, oh, wait a minute. I don't have this water. Right. I don't have this little lake that they made for the commercial. I have to use my bathtub. Right. Or I have to because I don't have a big fucking yard like that where I have this little, you know, makeshift lake that they have. Right. You know, I don't have that. I have to use my kitchen table and pretend that it's a fucking... I have to use my imagination. But I think using your imagination killed it, you know, for me at least. Right. It killed a lot of it. It made me not want to buy it anymore. Because, like, you could get a playset, but there wasn't all the backdrops. There wasn't all the background. There wasn't all this stuff. And it was just, like, boring. It was It was really, really, really boring for me. You know, mm-hmm. and and then like so, I think that like that took it out because I remember uh, my, my oldest son has this table thing that he has it in his house now, and I remember playing it when I was like, I don't know, nine, ten, something like that. I borrowed a friend of mine. I borrowed his uh, GI Joe action figures because I didn't even have any at this point. I borrowed his, and it was. Sergeant Slaughter and Warthog? Road Pig? I think it's Warthog. Whatever. He had a white flat top like hair thing, like haircut with like red stripes or something. And he had these like shoulder pads. And I think he had like a sledgehammer or something like that. Uh, anyway, I had these two, these guys fighting on top of that. 
And then they were like repelling off of it, right? Like mm -hmm. with like, I don't even know if I used string or pretended like that they were re repelling. But that like, yeah, I was using my imagination. That's some kind of like mountain range there. But it was boring, you know? And, and that made me go like... It was Road Pig, actually. Warthog was a tank. It was Road Pig? It was Road Pig. So that made me like not want to fucking play with that shit anymore. Because there were no more... Like, I, I just... I was like, nah, I'll just have them fucking wrestle, you know? And then I would have, I would literally have my guys doing trip takedowns mm -hmm. or snapmares. That's the first thing they teach you in, uh, in GI Joe training is there's a, yeah. a snapmare, the drop to a hold, the Th super kick and the hurricanrana. Right. Did they do a lot of hurricanranas, our guys? Yes. Did they really? It was a time where that. it was a time where like ninety four, ninety five, Rey Mysterio was coming in. Everybody was doing the hurricanrana. Shawn Michaels did a lot of super kicks. Yeah. Moonsaults to a lot of moonsaults. Really? Yeah. So it wasn't like Vader would do the moonsault. Everybody was doing. Those when the Terry Funk was doing moonsaults. Did we have our guys doing like shooting star presses? Uh maybe later when that became like a bigger thing. Okay. But yeah, moonsaults were like the big flying move of the early to mid nineties. Wow. Yeah, because I wonder like what how I would have my guys wrestle today if I would do a little bit more <laughs> psychology because it was very look, spotty. It was very look, young bucks. You toys needed to learn how to work. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Like, I guess if, we, if like it would be the same thing now as like, I guess I think the, the moonsault now is like the Canadian destroyer. It's the move that like fat people and old people will do to show they can do cool shit. And it was ridiculous. It was, it was ridiculous, but it was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, of course. Um, and 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 all the toys and shit like that's still stuff that I I do look into like because they're coming out with a lot of the He Man stuff again and the, the cool thing about that is is they're coming out with the well they have them uh, they've had them for a, a couple of years now the WWE He Man line yeah yeah so it's like a He Man version of Triple H or a He Man version of The Rock or Austin or whoever mm -hmm. and it's like. We were doing that shit first. Yeah. We had he actual He-Man wrestlers. Yeah. And they have like the Eternia uh, rings, like the WWE, right. you know, He-Man style rings, which I think are fucking badass. Um, but uh, I would like to know what your favorite play sets were as a kid. Or vehicles. Or vehicles. I, I, I didn't ask the vehicles question, but I asked play and I, I got some some feedback. And, you know, some of it was Castle Grey Skull, things like that, which you would which you, what you would expect. My mine was uh, my favorite playset was definitely Boulder Hill. That's the one that stuck with me. Um, I didn't have a lot of the mask vehicles. Uh, a friend of mine had had the um, he had uh, he had all those vehicles. So it was like, OK, I'll bring Boulder Hill. You bring the vehicles, you know. Yeah, you just had a summit and you. You mixed and matched. Yeah. And it was fun. Uh, you know. Uh, now, did you prefer playing alone or did you prefer playing with, with other kids? Uh, with other kids, but alone, I was fine with doing stuff alone, too. No, I, me I meant with action figures. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I uh, I think I preferred playing alone. Which is weird for me because mm -hmm. I usually like to do things with other people. Right. But I think with that was like, you're not doing it right. Yeah. I think because I had my particular way. You don't know how to do it, pal. I, I did. I had my particular style of play. And, 
Yeah, I didn't like I didn't like people lifting the toys up in the air and bang, 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 like clanking them together. Uh, so that was somebody's critique about the Remco steel cage. Was that because uh, the Remco steel cage had these slats in the side or slots rather. Uh, they had these slots on the side and it had like a stick could go through. So you, you connect your Remco action figure to these sticks and then you control them like that, but you're not moving the arms up and down right. and having them do things. They can just, you know, bang against each other. And that's not how you play with toys. I mean, I tell you, you could play with toys, but that's not how I want to play with toys. And so I guess it was just like, Nah, I'm good. I'm not going to fucking play with anybody. I probably didn't think that, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't, th- but that, that I guess it was just, my brain was like, no, you don't want to do this. But I didn't think, it's now that I'm thinking back, it's like, that's probably why I didn't want to do it. But I didn't understand why I didn't want to play with other kids. Right. But now I get it. But but anyway, uh, so so just to recap, what, what were your favorite vehicles overall? Uh, probably the turtle van was a big one for me. Okay. Um, I had a um, a Bigfoot, like a remote control Bigfoot that I liked too, and it, it it was like a Bigfoot set, like the monster truck. Yeah. And it had a thing where you could they had this mold where it was like you can mold cars out of like it came with like tin foil. It had like a design of cars. You would put it on, press it down on this mold, so it looked like a car, and you would just sit it there, and then the Bigfoot could crush cars. That was really cool. Those were the main ones, I think. There was, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Now, I, I wish that I would have, uh, that I, I, I would have um, looked this up earlier. I'm trying to think, was it called the Typhoon? There was something called like the Typhoon or something like that. It was, it was like a remote control car or a boat rather. Mm-hmm. I think it was called the Typhoon. I could be wrong about that. That was really cool. The the Batman, Super Friends Batmobile, was maybe my favorite vehicle of all time. Really, really, really liked that. Boulder Hill was my favorite playset. I really enjoyed the Ninja Turtles um, sewer playset. I really enjoyed the Batman... Uh, Wayne Manor playset for whatever reason. Um, is that the car, the Typhon? No, it's not the Typhon. It was, it was oh. like a. Uh, it went on water. Oh, okay. That sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, I don't know the name of it. I thought it was called the Typhoon. Yeah, not the Typhon. Typhon sounds like it would be some kind of like ah, uh, he he caught Typhon. You know, yeah, like typhus or typhoid, right? Yeah, is this it? The Ty- Tyco Mini Typhoon RC boat? I, it's is it red? No, that's no, that's not the that's the typhoon too. Yeah, I, I don't know. But yeah. yeah, if you knew or if you had like something we didn't mention, cheesesteak suplex at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know what your favorite play sets or action or, or not, not action figures, but uh, it, it was like a hovercraft. Mm-hmm. It was like a hover. Yeah, I, I, I'm drawing a blank. I I think I remember maybe maybe seeing a commercial for it, but I you give me two hours to to guess a name, and I probably wouldn't guess. But you don't you don't remember any kind of hovercrafts? Not really. Okay, well I do, and uh, and that's that's what I liked. I've always liked 
remote control boats better than remote control cars. Even if I didn't have them, I like the idea of them better. Mm-hmm. Um, were you were you big into RC cars? Not really. No. Is it because you just didn't have them, or you just didn't like them? Um, both, I guess. You if didn't I, like them. If I had, if I really wanted one, I probably would have asked for one. I don't remember really asking for one. Really? When, I, when I play with toys, I usually play with toys inside. Well, you like to do everything inside. Yeah, I'm typically. not an outdoorsy person. You're not. I wonder why. I wonder why that is. I wonder if that's like, no, no I'm being serious. Like, is it like a bad experience? Do you just not like the sun? Do you hate trees? Like, like do you hate trees. other kids being around? I think I like knowing like I can just go back and do my own thing if I want to. And if you're outside with a bunch of people, you don't have that option. I think for me, I always saw those commercials where there's like a kid playing at the park. And there was some appeal to outdoors things because I was t- I was talking to my youngest son about that. We we watched a lot of G.I. Joe movies. And I said, I was like, what's what's your favorite terrain? And he goes, probably snow. I think he said snow. And he's like, what about you? I go, I don't know. I was like, I really like jungles because I think I think in terms of maps like SOCOM. Maps. Right. And I, I like deserts. They're glorious. I, I like I but because I did like the streets. I like the desert. I like the so I guess your your options are street, desert, snow, or jungle. Mm-hmm. They're really your four, right? I I have never thought of this really. Okay, doesn't take long to think about it. So ready, think. What were what are your 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 set types? Your like. If you have if you have action figures, mm-hmm. yeah, desert. You can do like a yeah, an urban setting. Oh, there's also water too. Water, yeah. Always in video games, the water level is usually the worst level. So when we played video games, mm-hmm. you had. I like the forest. I think I like the more more so than a jungle, a forest. A forest. Yeah. Yeah. That, okay. Forests are really cool too. Yeah. So there, there you go. There's another. Yeah, because the forest and a jungle are similar, but not like right. You know they're they're not the same. Uh, I think in terms of if if you're giving me like Sherwood or you know like yeah. elves and shit, I was thinking the forest. I was thinking video games and I was thinking Zelda because Zelda usually has really Definitely defined forest. areas. Yeah, uh, you have you would have like the forest and the lost woods, then you would have like the water area, and you would have the mountain. Usually, would have Death Mountain. You would have the desert. Um, yeah, the forest was usually my favorite part. Yeah, which is a little. Um, a little off topic, but I guess we're, we're, we're here real quick. Um, I remember being, I, I, I came up with this story that ends up taking this, this guy, he, he gets, he gets shot and this other guy gets shot. And then the way time works in this other realm, the, the, like the one guy doesn't see the other guy for it, it's, it's within seconds or minutes Right, that, that they're shot, but in this other realm, it's like years. Mm-hmm. And this one guy is like rule. He's like this rule. He's like basically, he is your like Skeletor. He's your Skeletor type. He's got this like skull mask on. You know, he's like ah, I'm this big you know Skeletor type evil villain. And there's this other guy who comes in, and he's like, he's your He Man type. But he's like, you know, more military. So it's he's more Duke from G.I. Joe. Right. But he's like, he he he's like living in this forest and he meets these like 
wizards and elves and all types of people like that. And he's living amongst those type of people. And it's like this fantasy setting. And I've always fucking loved that whole like medieval type fantasy thing with like where people are um, like they have like little huts or something like that. What, what were those? Are, oh, they were like RPGs, right? Do you remember on AOL? They would have those chat rooms. It was like a tavern. Do you know what I'm talking about or not? I, I mean, I, I'm aware of the idea of it, but I don't remember like the specific one. Yeah, they had these like... Usually that's a setting for like D&D type shit. Usually like there's other ones like Shadowrun is more futuristic and cyberpunk, but like D&D is usually medieval and and that type of setting. It all depends on what you want to do with it, really. Yeah, and, and, and like, so I guess in my mind it was like... I'm mixing. I'm mixing. Fa- it's all kinds of. It's funny you're saying this, and it's surprising. So surprising me that you don't like Lord of the Rings. I never saw Lord of the Rings. Oh, you might like it. It's a lot of. It's you know what you know what huts and elves and hobbits and you know what scared monsters. me about it. It just seems like like the sheer length of like investing time in it. There's only really the the, the main trilogy. There's only three movies. Like I never saw the Hobbit or anything. Oh, and that that last movie is fucking long, and it ends like six times. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe you just having that attitude towards it made me go, eh, I don't it's know. It's a very good movie. That's very, I, it's a very good trilogy, I think. My, my brother-in-law lent me the movies to watch when I was quarantined mm-hmm. after my whole cancer thing. And I had a, I had to do the radiation iodine. So for like five days, I was quarantined. And I, I was like, yeah, maybe I'll just watch all these things. Maybe, maybe I will. Maybe I'll like them. But. I'm a fan. I'm. Uh, I mean, I. I was in. I, th- I think I was more into the U, and I didn't finish it. Was Game of Thrones. I liked Game of Thrones. So I think for me there wasn't enough fun. No, I, it's it's very not. Fun. No, I'm serious. Like I think yeah. that that like it's it, very serious. Like you you want to you want to you know all right. So I watched. I know I'm all over the place here, but 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 I'll try to, I'll try to connect everything. I'll try to come back around. I watched the Snake Eyes movie recently. Mm-hmm. Big GI Joe fan now. Have been since. Again, I was I was a GI Joe fan as a kid, but not really into it. Like I got into it when I was twenty two, because when I start playing SOCOM, there was a, a a clan called the GI Joes, and I really I desperately wanted to be part of their clan, you know, and be part of that crew. Never really fit in right. Anyway, it's a story for another day. Uh, but I, but I've been into GI Joe since then. So we're going on almost 22 years of me just constantly being in the GI Joe. So I was really happy years later when they, they come out with the GI Joe movies, uh, 2009, they, they have, uh, what was it? Rise of Cobra. Yeah. The one with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. And then 2013, they have Retaliation. I believe so. And then they talk about that they're doing a Snake Eyes movie, then the Snake Eyes movie comes out. It just came out. I watched it. It was... Every fight scene was instantly forgettable. I just wasn't a big fan of it. I watched it, and I'll watch every one they put out because it's G.I. Joe related, but it wasn't fun to me. Like, when I looked at... I, I You know what I thought? I, I watched it, and I was like... They should have taken a cue from uh, Kingsman. Mm-hmm. Like if they if they wrote it the way Kingsman was written and the action looked like Kingsman, especially the second one was it Golden Circle? Golden Circle, yeah. If if, if it was like that, so you wanted Elton John in the movie? No, oh. 
No, why would I want Elton John in the movie? He was in the Kingsman. So what the fuck does that have to do? So it was an extra. I don't want that particular extra. Uh, come on. Sorry, extra. That was just a really bad... Why Elton John? You know? What's next? I want Nas, Nas X? Yeah. Isn't he Elton John's best friend now? He's in a commercial with him. I, don't know if they yeah, I think there's a... They're in a couple. Uh, but But the way that the action is super fucking fun. Like, I remember watching... It was like a snow scene, and I was like dude, this is like a live action G.I. Joe and it's fucking fun. And I'm like, if they made G.I. Joe like that, because I think I think the problem with G.I. Joe is they're like the G.I. Joe movies is they try to make it too serious. Yeah, it should be more campy fun like the cartoon. It should be Kingsman. Mm -hmm. it, they need that. They need yeah. the writers. They need the director. They need to fucking just do like what is that Mark Millar? I think does the Kingsman stuff. Is that who it is? I believe so. Well, whoever it is needs to do with fucking G.I. Joe. But anyway, that shit's fun. And when it goes to like Lord of the Rings or uh, uh, Game of Thrones, I know they're doing a new Game of Thrones thing. Yeah, like a prequel. I think it's set like years and years and years yeah. before the... Like that shit's not fun enough for Song me. Song of Ice and Fire. Like so. I want, I want something that's like... Matthew Vaughn, not Mark Millar. And Jane Goldman, who did Kick-Ass. Okay. She's uh, married to Jonathan Walsh. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he's awesome. I, I want stuff like that that's gonna be that's gonna be fun, you know. But but I but but I especially love the idea of like medieval type settings in woods and like huts, you know, you go in and you get your meat or something like that. Mm -hmm. You like do you like do you like that type of stuff? Like that fantasy it's shit fun, with yeah. elves and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. It's not all I like. Like I like. No, I didn't say that. I, yeah, I like I also like Shadowrun, which is like cyberpunk, urban fantasy too. Like, all right, if you had to have some kind of dystopian world where it's like, or or or, or just alternate world where it is a, a, a futuristic like cyberpunk thing, or some kind of like setting where you're in the woods and there's you know, what are they called? The the music the bards bards. I thought bards were something else. All right, fine. Bards and elves and, you know, so not saloons. What are they called? Taverns? Yeah. Which one would I rather live in? Which that one. one? Yeah. Uh, I, I I do like the cyberpunk thing. Like, I, I like the idea of the cyberpunk game, Shadowrun. They're very similar. They're both old, like, 80s you would, pen and paper RPGs. You'd rather have that than the elf one? Uh, I think it's a cooler setting. Do you really? Yeah. Huh. Just because there's so many different ways you can go with the technology and so many different stories you can tell. Um, but yeah, those are usually very dystopian, which you wouldn't want to live in them. Either one, live in them or play or play. Like yeah. I, I'm, I think I'm more attracted either way to the forest and, um, that setting. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm watching a movie, I want something like that. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like, maybe I just really like the Smurfs as a kid or something like that. You know what I mean? And like, I was a fan of the Smurfs. Yeah. But maybe that's why I'm attracted to that more than some kind of like right. cyberpunk type thing. Cause I've never really been into that, like that futuristic dystopian world. I've never been into that type setting. Like when we play video games, uh, Sujo was okay. Like, you know, a dingy, dirty city, but I'd much rather be in the jungle Right setting, than than a city setting, um, it's it's tough when it comes to uh, 
a map like Desert Glory versus uh, some, some kind of snow map. No, it's not. It's not really that. Desert no, Glory, Desert Glory was the, it was uh, the quintessential SOCOM map. It was the yeah. fucking best SOCOM map ever. But I, get, I think typically I like snow better than I like sand. Right. You know? You'd rather go to the mountain range than the beach? Up the mount- You'd rather go up the mountains and down the shore? Yeah, because yeah. I, I think I... It's hot in the, down the shore, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean... I don't, I don't like hot. I like cold. Cold is better than hot for me. Even with with going up the mountains, it was cooler, but we still had pools. Yeah. And there were lakes. If you wanted to go swimming in a lake or yeah. go swimming in a pool, you could. Um, And not only that, but you're only fucking couple hours from the beach anyway right if you really needed to go to a damn beach mm-hmm. but anyway uh let us know what your favorite uh action f- uh figure playset was vehicle if you had a fig fed or if you just any any general questions or comments if you have a topic suggestion uh anything like that let us know cheesecake suplex gmail.com this this show is going very long uh so I'm just going to give you a real quick, it came from Philly. The Liberty Bell. Actually, it came from Canada, didn't it? The it's in Philly now. Yeah, I think it was made in Canada. Was it? I think it may have been. I thought it was in England. Maybe it was England. We always confuse those two. Yeah. They serve the queen, right? Yeah, there's a Commonwealth nation. Yeah. She's still on their money. Peanut chews. Oh, I love peanut chews. Peanut chews. Uh, what I was trying to do, last week we talked about soup. Mm-hmm. Okay, on the last episode, we talked about soup, Campbell's soup, uh, and pepper pot soup is a big Philly area soup. You could really only find pepper pot, Campbell's pepper pot in Philly. Can't really find it anywhere else. I don't even know if they still make it. Um, And I always thought back to that episode of Leave it to Beaver, where Beaver gets stuck in the big uh, cup. Mm-hmm. It's the big cup of soup. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't think I've ever seen a single episode of Leave It to Beaver. To Are be you honest. serious? Never. I don't think I ever watched it. What? Oh, that's crazy talk. Well, then they did the Leave It to Beaver in the 90s, and they kind of recreated that scene mm-hmm. where Beaver is like now in something else, like maybe a big cup of soup or coffee or something like that. They re- recreate it, and then Boy Meets World did a version. Where where Corey is Oh, like like if it was a throwback. Yeah, like he's stuck. like yeah, so many sitcoms have recycled the Lucy, like the assembly line thing where they're like yeah. He's in a big cup of yogurt. Okay. Yeah. Cause I think so this is how I think it went. I think it went Leave it to Beaver did the soup. So it was like a lady with a big cup of soup mm-hmm. and Beaver gets stuck in it. And then when they redid it in the nineties or whatever it was, it's a cup of coffee. And then Boy Meets World, there is a big cup of yogurt because Corey goes to Pottstown, which is home of the giant yogurt cup hmm. in the show. Not right, yeah, really. Not, not really. And yeah. Uh, but there was apparently a place called The Cup in Pottstown, huh. which was a round building that had a big cup on top of it. And uh, it ended up becoming like a Rita's Water Ice. And I think it's uh, I think it's closed now. But some people think that they may have seen that or it's just a coincidence that that's what why, you know, why they said it in Pottstown. But anyway, in that episode of Boy Meets World, Corey gets, I guess, stuck in this big yogurt cup a la uh, 
leave the beaver. And I tried finding something to do with, with that for this week. Like what's a giant thing, you know, that that's associated with, but I wanted like some kind of cup or something like that. And I couldn't really find anything. So I settled on peanut juice. Yeah. And then you said peanut juice earlier. <laughs> so it, Cause I, I, yeah, I just knew that was like a, a thing uh, that was made in, I think it was made in the Northeast as a matter of fact. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. So golden golden burgers, Goldenberg, Goldenberg, Goldenbergs, I believe. Yeah. Well, you said Goldenberger earlier, but now I think I think it I was believe Goldenberg. it was Goldenbergs. Yeah. Not Goldbergs, Goldenbergs. Right. Peanut shoes. Goldenbergs, Goldenbergs. Yeah, Goldenbergs peanut shoes. Um, God, and they they changed the uh, they changed the recipe. Yeah, though, it was bought it... by Just Born, which makes like Mike and Ike's and things like that. They're out of Bethlehem. And when they bought them, I think they changed out the recipe a little bit, but I think they may have changed the back. But it's it still like a... stay. It's still in this in the same area, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Some people, if you're listening in like the West Coast or outside of the United States, you probably are like, "What the fuck are peanut shoes?" It's you, a regional candy. You think? I believe so. I don't think it has a nationwide footprint. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I honestly, I had no idea. I, I, maybe I think, it does now with uh, Just Born, but I don't think it did before. I think it's one of those deals where like. You don't think that like tasty cakes is is just, you know, well maybe maybe it is maybe it's all over the place now. It's expanded a little bit because uh, I think it's actually owned by a company in Tennessee now. Okay, because I, I went to when I was I was dating a girl in New York in uh, two thousand four, and Enemans is really big mm-hmm. up in you know New York and New Jersey, and uh, when I went up there, I went into a bodega and I saw tasty cakes. And I, I marked out. I was yeah, like, holy shit. Yeah. Was like so Philly happy. to New York, it's like very short distance, but it like that doesn't mean they'll have them in like Denver. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you go to Denver and they have tasty cakes, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. And a lot of people got care packages out to other yeah. places. So, so you're probably not going to find tasty cakes, but yeah, peanut chews are, yeah, it's, it's what? Caramel, peanuts, chocolate. Pretty, it's pretty simplistic. Yeah. It's pretty simple. It's chewy. It's delicious. Very good. One of my favorite candies. Is it? Yeah, I love peanut chews. Really? Like, because I think my favorite candies are always going to be like anything with like chocolate and peanut butter. Like a Reese's cup is probably my favorite candy. Well, I will get you the next time. You know what? As a matter of fact, I have to go to the pharmacy soon, and I think they sell peanut chews there. I'll grab you a peanut chew. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, trying to avoid stuff like that, but every now and then it's fine. Okay. Well, I'll get. I'll just get you one. Thank you. I will yeah. eat a peanut chew. Uh, just one. Yeah. I'll that's a- that's good. All right. Well, anyway, that's our show. Uh. I hope you enjoyed it. Let us know all the things that I said for you to let us know earlier. And uh, anything else? Do you have anything? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's call all in the ring.